There's trouble brewing out in front of the saloon. Hey, they're gonna fight me, Jill. Look at them. They're about to go. I fired point blank. Watch this. Welcome to Crappy Anime Showdown! I am your host and referee, as always, Mike. Today, I am joined by a man who once hit the random character select button when he was challenged by a stranger in a local arcade to a game of Marvel vs. Capcom, my friend, JWJ. How's it that's going? A, that's a true so story. He, we were playing, and I had no idea what I was doing, and a man walked up, to, looked me in the eyes, put a put quarter, a quarter. <laughs> on the stand, and said, I got next. And I'm like, buddy, where the fuck do you think you are? <laughs> this ain't Evo, okay? My, my but man, I'm my spamming man looked specials. directly into this man's eyes and just slapped the random button. <laughs> Couldn't have been... Couldn't have been uh, more. He's like, who do you mean? So and I hit random. Like, I don't play this game. Uh, it's too funny of a moment. Uh, and also, uh, we're joined by a man who tried to download a cheat code for crocheting because he's too scared to learn it himself, Ethan. What? Wow. Hang on. I think I think they call that a stitch counter, you fucking <laughs> cheater. Wait, God, is that a it. thing? A you ruin counter? every Hold sport yeah. you're part of. Hold on. Thing. You can't even let the old people have this, can you? Look, all I'm really after here is I just, I need to automate uh, my happiness. Is that possible? Can I do that? Get out. Are you sure? I I, I don't know. I just, that way I have more time to work, you know? God, these Uh. are a thing. What the fuck? (laughs) How do these work? Do you just click it every time you do? Well, that can't be right. You waste so much time if you do that. Stop pretending you haven't already ordered one. Anyway, in case you're new, this podcast is dedicated to pitting garbage anime against each other to see which is the most deplorable while still being entertaining enough to watch. Today, Ethan defends Hell's Paradise while JW will be defending IGAX. As always, I hope you brought your A-game. Check us out on Twitter at CrappyAnimeSD. Fellas, how was your week? You know... Yeah. yeah, I think I had fun. I'm trying to remember, I got distracted. <laughs> yeah, that, that's kind of. Yeah, I'm not. I don't. Yeah. Did I panic <laughs> thinking I had to come home and like watch a, watch Hell's Paradise, and then remembered that I had already watched those episodes last time, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Oh, oh yeah, thank God. Right. <laughs> oh, like, oh, wow. God. Ahead. Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like that's the exact opposite of what happened to me this week. Hell's Paradise started playing in the middle of the night. Because I stopped watching it at like 2 a.m. And at 5 a.m. I woke up to Hell's Paradise coming from my computer. There were just disembodied voices coming from my computer in a completely pitch black room. That seems and like I, a it took like in hell. Yeah, it definitely was. So like in your case, you ran home to the, you know, the anime. But in my case, the anime ran home to me. And I did not appreciate that at all. Uh, waking up to people talking about ninjutsu was fucking terrible. <laughs> oh, man. What a, what a cluster of a week. Yeah, it was also, interesting. did I pick Hell's Paradise? Yeah, you did. You, did. you Man, did. What a bummer! I wouldn't have given it to you if you didn't. Yeah, I was just hoping I'd pick the one that was going to win this week. You know, but like... well, I'm mad at, at Hell's Paradise because they killed my favorite character. Mm. Which Dude. one was and, your and and, and made the it big very problem? The, they made it very problematic when they killed him. Let me just say that. Wait, wait, the big guy? Yeah. Is that who? Why was? What am I forgetting? He was like abused as a kid. Oh no, he ate his parents. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Listen, I'm not gonna not just to get a bingo point, but they just stole the storyline from One Piece and Big Mom, so I don't even want to hear it. It's just, Wait, just is that a bingo point for you? 
as One Piece. I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying they stole the oh, plot. Oh, yeah. It's just Big yeah. Mom, just reskinned as a man who wears a diaper on his head and has one eye showing. Anyway, what do you guys want to start with? Um, that's you know a what really, producer, you know, producer should pick. You know, nah, I think we should start with eye gags. I really do because. Okay. It, it there's only a couple of fun things to talk about, and I'm gonna have to talk about the plot first, though. So you know, <laughs> okay. Oh, you're on oh, the plot. Do you want me to handle that? You don't like plot. No, no, no. He's got to do that. He's a big boy. You know, he's no, eating vegetables. I do he it. can handle the plot. He can do. And that. I'm right. definitely order not bringing up the fucking episode list because I need to remember. But <laughs> <laughs> I so, definitely had to do that too. <laughs> so there, there are two main. There's one main plot line that to talk about, and like episode six kind of has like a bunch of weird shit in it. But episode four is about the real world. And if you remember from the last three episodes, uh, the basic plot was that a little boy went into his grandfather's basement, found the cheat code that lets him go to another world and become a god or whatever the fuck, who cares? And he also becomes cool in the real world. And at the end of episode three, he gets approached by two random school children wearing cyberpunk clothes and is told that he has been formally invited to a middle school uh, somewhere else that's only for rich, smart, cool, awesome people. Pretty people. Uh, like, yeah. criti- mission critical that we mentioned pretty people in that, too. Because <laughs> everyone is gorgeous, and that's, like, their only quality, other than being rich, I guess. Yeah. So uh, the reason I'm bringing this up is because it's important to know that, and I wasn't thinking this was going to come back up, but there were people at his old school who bullied him because he was fat and stupid and, and ugly and all these other things. And for some reason, they are extraordinarily bent out of shape about the fact that this little fat boy became a hottie overnight and went to a new school. Well, isn't it so his mad. literal brother and sister? So that's the thing. They because say they, that, they say and I have it, no I clue. <laughs> Me too. I don't I... remember him being anyone's brother or sister, but at the same time, well, I, he keeps saying it, and they talk about being family, and I, I thought that they referred to him as the little brother because they were just bullying the shit out of him. Yeah, me too. But they too. do mention the fact <laughs> no. that he has siblings so, and that they're mad at him because he got some of the money from the dead grandpa and they didn't or did something. and didn't get as much. So I do think that they are his literal siblings. Yeah, here's the thing. What we were told in that first episode was that his parents walked away from him because they couldn't get any of the money. And that was it. Like, from what I know, full stop. Now they're like, oh, yeah, he also has jealous siblings. And I'm like, I mean, I guess okay, but it's weird that you're just mentioning it now when you gave me his backstory way before. Did, I think they technically mentioned that they I mean, were if they, if they mention before. him, though, it's not like it's not like in your face mentioning, you know? No, they just feel like bullies. And you're like, okay, yeah, sure. These pretty people are bullies, I guess, of this fat weirdo. Yeah. Also, yeah. has this character been like a perv yet? Like, is he our, our typical like perv that's being redeemed? I don't think he has been. He's just been no. Like, the, the first episode, he saved a lady from getting beaten by literally just getting beaten himself, and then right. walked into a portal and became fit, and that was it. But that was it, right? Like, it's, yeah. And okay. now he's, so he's just not like, like a piece uh, of shit. I can't even believe somebody would say hello to me when I walk down the street. Mm. Yeah, yeah. He, no, he's, he's not idiot, pervy. But, he's yeah. just ugly, and he's that typical like I'm a good guy. And it's like the uh, old version. Like he's a white knight kind of guy. That's like, I'm not appreciated, but like, he's not full, you know, incel, but he could be, he has the potential. 
You know, like he just needs to be like turned down by like one woman before he just hates all women, you know? But he doesn't hate women yet. He needs to defend them. Yeah. Plot. So, so, so plot. So the reason I'm bringing this up is like, so these two siblings that he has are very mad that he's going to this new rich school and they decide that one, they now magically own or run a motorcycle gang full of older looking children and that they they, need revenge. They purchased that older gang, I think. That's cool. I think they I, I think they were I think they people. were no like I mean like I think they were purchasing the services of that gang. I don't think they're a part of it. Or at least that's what I got from it and I, then I agree. It I for don't, two seconds. I don't think I believe they just hired the red gang, the did, red ogre gang. Did they? But they yeah. specifically yeah. said they like panned straight to those two kids' faces and said that's their gang. Yeah, but like that could be like that's his hired muscle. Well, because at the end because at the, the end that's the leader with. strangling them. That's the leader, the blonde-haired guy, and he's like strangling him. He's like, "Did you get me into this mess?" So yeah. that's what I mean. Like, I, I think it's maybe maybe they were affiliated with it, and so it was like you know, sort of familiar. But I don't think they were like a part of that or owning it. I think that yellow-haired guy was the leader the whole time. Well, this is kind of what makes this anime truly special and good. You know, there's ambiguity, guys. You know, it's it takes like a fine comb thing to pick up on all the small details. You know, we're complaining all the time about things just being shouted to us. Really, they were trying to show, not tell on this. And I think we should lift it up for that. Right. Well, I, you would say that, except I feel like they just told us the wrong thing. And they yeah, but they told us mind. less. I think they know? just, no, I think we they just, just yelled it in our face. And the next episode did. went, what are you talking about? We never said that. And you're like, you can't gaslight me. I have the episode. It's the previous episode. Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> Yeah, it's like an abuser that like takes notes on what actually happened in a conversation, hands you the notes, and is like, "Yeah, see, that's what I told you." And you're like, "No, it says right. I have the minutes. I have the minutes from the last time you tried gaslighting me. It says right here in the show notes." And then he tries gaslighting me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, the so- wiki, the wiki said it's commanded by his siblings, but then in the next sentence goes to say the red ogre's leader tries to kill them. So I don't. Again, like I really don't think they know who's who. They're just kind of making things up as they go. Anyway, continue. So, all right. So, the, so the two siblings bring a motorcycle gang to the school. They literally drive their mopeds through the main gate, spin around in circles, screaming, "I'm going to kill you! I'm going to kill you!" and everyone here. And in the most like, I, I so you know like there's this thing in uh, stories where you have to have a bad guy who's so hilariously evil that he, you can't take him seriously in any in any form whatsoever. The main biker who runs this gang is the least intimidating, try-hard intimidating person <laughs> ever put to a page. He is covered in tattoos. I'm pretty sure he has like a like a fucking pompadour. He's on what is essentially a motor scooter with a high back which is not a thing. And it's like, it's just everything about him is so abundantly embarrassing. It's so bad. And it's so fucking funny to see him like pound in the door, talk major shit, major shit, and not do a single thing other than like scuff up their fucking front yard. Also, I love like, this. It took bit. forever to do it. Yeah, like, yeah. He had, like, like the, the cops were there, and he was just choking a little boy out. And, like, the <laughs> cops are like, oh, my God, I, 
What do we do? It was fucking funny as hell, man. Yeah, that scene was actually pretty good. I had a good time with that. Be- mostly because, like, I-, I can accept that, you know, we need to fit dialogue in the middle of a conversation. The West does this, too. This is not unique. Probably all cultures fit dialogue in the middle of a, converse- uh, in the middle of a fight. But, um, holy fuck, anime is so bad for it. They have, like, a full-blown conversation about the fight while the fight i mean so does the other anime they both do this holy shit i mean we're we're gonna get to hell's paradise but oh my god there's so much time in between hits and hell's paradise you can read like a sonnet but that's neither here nor there right right so um just to get through the plot here obviously main character jumps out the window in the fourth story beats everybody up saves the girl kisses her sucks her dick you know, all that good stuff. And the bad guys are like, whoa, 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 whoa. I can't do anything. Oh, no, he's so cool. He's so cool. And uh, just to put a cherry on top, his siblings uh, beg for his forgiveness because of how glowingly handsome and cool he is. You know, yeah, typical wish fulfillment them. garbage. He yeah, doesn't he, even really oh. forgive them. He just says, like, fuck you, but you don't deserve to die. And they're like, wow, he's well, so pragmatic. Literally because of family, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, like I, I would have killed you, but you're my family. And they're like, wow, he's such a saint. Yeah, you're like, uh, <laughs> the only thing holding the veneer of you getting to live in this scenario is that you're biologically connected. Uh, okay. Right. I mean, that's, that's not going to hold for, well, maybe it'll hold forever. Who knows? Maybe, maybe that's actually good enough currency for the main character. So um, th- this is the one I really want to hold on for a while because this is where all the fun is. I really wish most of this anime was just the real world stuff because the fantasy yeah. world stuff is just boring and stupid and generic. At least in the real world, we get the wonderful little like interactions where the author clearly only knows how to write fantasy and wish fulfillment. So in the fantasy world, he'll be walking through the woods and some big titty chick who's the princess of Neverland falls out of the sky onto his face, like comes and then fights off a giant monster. And, and that's also immediately know, says, I want to marry you. Yeah. 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 Like that's the shit I expect. But then to see him like try to bumble his way through what wish fulfillment looks like in a high school setting is so even it's even more absurd because it's not a fantasy setting where he has complete control over like the aspects of the world. So yeah, it's he, a like, real gets world that the that, real world like bumbles in like the fucking yeah. cops. Like he's like, well, yeah. cops should be here. They would be called. And then the cops do nothing at all. Literally the cops, nothing do, at the all. cops do nothing. They form a chain gang out of the fucking <laughs> bikers and then drag them away to prison. It's like, why did you think that this wasn't what was going to happen at all? Like when the bikers came in, did they not think that they were going to get arrested? Because they did. And, like, you can't even rely on, on like, fantasy tropes or, like, bullshit world building to try to say, like, well, well that's not what's going to happen. Because it happens. So it's Every like, one of these characters has, like, the same development as a fucking Wizard of Oz character. They walk yeah, on yeah. screen like the Scarecrow and are like, I'm here to do this one part of the plot. <laughs> they sing their song. Yeah, they sing their song, get beat up, learn a lesson, and then just, like, walk off somewhere else and die off screen. Yeah, basically. So that's the good episode. The next ones are a little bit more annoying. Main characters... Oh God! In the woods, and one thing oh. that I'm really one <laughs> you, thing you don't that like I'm the really cat really dog thing. No, no, no. But like specifically, what I'm talking about is that one of the most annoying things in these like wish fulfillment animes is when the main character is just 
wandering around saying, oh, man, I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. Oh, man, there sure are stakes to this. Oh, I sure hope nothing bad happens. Oh, man, reader, am I right? Am I right in this? Are you on the edge of your seat, reader? And it's like, brother, you win everything in one attack. Shut up. This is not fun. This is not exciting. And he they still reading just try their to skills do it. to like consider his attack. And literally, if he would just stop reading those things and attack while being perfectly stealthy, yeah. he would win every single. <laughs> if like, all he ever did, yeah, was whatever. sneak up on something, throw his ever killing spear at it, and watch <laughs> it die, he would yeah. never lose. Yeah. yeah, he's like, all right, I'm completely, I'm completely invisible to this animal. I'm coming up behind it now to lower my invisibility and yell at it. Ah! And now it's got to fight me. <laughs> oh, man, this is so difficult. God, I wish I didn't also, do that. Also, the, the only time where there were stakes, he didn't do that. Like, he saves the stupid dog cat thing that he keeps as a pet because, of course, he does. And he waits. Like, this thing is getting fucking pummeled by some random monster in the forest. And he's like, but I shouldn't leave some innocent to die. And he's having a whole monologue with himself. Well, this thing is literally being curb stomped repeatedly. And, like, that's the moment where he doesn't scream. He just, like, stays invisible and throws a spear. Like, right. I, <laughs> it, and, and then it works. And it works. It works. And it the, always works. And then He's the really show good. immediately tries to play it off like, <laughs> you idiot. You fell for my trick. I got you all hot and bothered under the collar, didn't I, reader? See, you thought it was... <laughs> <laughs> You're such a fool, reader. You thought this was gonna be a tough fight because I said it was gonna. <laughs> oh, oh man, we have fun together, don't we, reader? We do. Oh man, I I, I pulled the old switcheroo on you. See, I told you it was gonna be, <laughs> it was gonna be really really hard. And then and then and then Johnson and then, Johnson. We, and then it was really together. easy. It we, was. We just need. It was need really you to come easy up. though. We need you oh, to come up with more camera angles. So that way the actual person watching the show doesn't know he's going to ince the win. And we have about, say, two or three seconds of, you know, will they, won't they have actually have to fight. This time mm -hmm. I want you to cover the spear hole with just his torso and act uh -huh. like the main character doesn't know that he won because there's a huge gaping hole through the guy, even though, like, you know, he can see he has eyes. Right, that's right. that's what I want this time. Maybe do a head next time. I don't know. This We're going to have really so much fun together, guys. No. I, I hope you're ready for 100 chapters of this. This is. <laughs> I'm not going to say this is the, but it is probably one of the, and maybe I'm just blinded by having watched so many anime, but it's one of the worst examples of trying to use power levels at stakes, but starting at 10 billion for no reason whatsoever. Like when he walks up to that, I don't know, that whatever beast, and he goes, it's powers 20,000. I literally yeah. went, I don't Who know cares? what that means. I don't, I did the, <laughs> like, from last week, I did the Lex Luthor, like, I have no idea what any of this means. I'm just staring <laughs> at 20,000. Is that good? Is that bad? Is that mid? I don't know. Nobody's told me anything. You just say <laughs> numbers and they go up. And then even to the point that the creator has his character be literally confused at how leveling works. He's like, gah, I gotta figure out leveling later. And I went, Okay, if you don't understand, then I don't know how you think I'm supposed to grasp who is strong in any of this whatsoever. You're just he also acts big like numbers, he knows. so it's not even it. like you're sharing the confusion with him. He's like, yeah. "Oh right. man, twenty thousand—that's a yeah, problem." Right. You're like, like, like you're sharing but confusion the with the that, writer. Right at the end of the episode, he then went to his dog. He was like, "Oh man, I." I gotta figure out how leveling works. I don't really, and it's like, so do you or don't you? Does does anyone? 
Also, the dog has like a much higher level than the thing that was kicking its ass. Which like maybe it's like a metapod. Fine, I guess that's like possible. But I just I don't understand. This is why like we have to question who makes these things and if they've ever even integrated with the source material they're trying to work with. Like, have these people ever played a game? And if so. Are they like only gotcha game people? And I'm thinking the answer is yes, because the I, only fun they seem to be able to have is when literally the entire game is given to them. Because yeah, I, that's not what makes a fun game. Getting everything handed to you is boring. So you'd yeah. think it would make a boring show. Yeah, I genuinely don't get. The, oh, wait, it the, does. I, oh, yeah, wow, but I genuinely don't get the wish fulfillment in this because it's to a level that I haven't seen in quite some time where the main character can walk down the street. And like he's just like, oh man, like I can't believe someone would stop and say hi to me because I have a dog. And it just pans to the <laughs> other people on the street and they go, is that a model with a hot dog and a hot lady friend? What am I even seeing? And everybody's like, oh, look at how hot he is. It's like, I don't even care if you're Ryan Gosling or if you're Robert Downey Jr. Like at a certain point, people don't recognize you for one reason or another. And the fact no, that this person is like, by. you literally can't take two steps without everyone gawking at the fact that you exist as a person is wish fulfillment to the point that I don't understand. Because Again, it doesn't if I make have sense. everything, I have nothing. I'm, I'm bored to hell. What, what is yeah. the point of existing? I don't have to try to do anything. I exist. Everyone loves me. End of life, I guess. I don't... Who, what wish does this fulfill? Who has this wish? I also, I again, clearly well, showing us they don't, don't go know anything outside. about being famous, too. Well, yeah, yeah no, that's sure. it. Because those right. same famous people go out and they put on their baggiest clothes and their biggest hat and their largest sunglasses because they live in fucking fear of being recognized on the street doing <laughs> normal people things. Yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, you don't go outside because, like, these people probably live in cities, right? There's, like, no way that you're making anime in, like, a rural environment. And, like, somehow haven't learned yet that no one gives a fuck who's on the street with you. Literally no one. Like, you don't see anyone you walk by when you're in a city because you're in a city. These, yeah, these are just kind things. Of somebody. Yeah, right. You just, like, go by and you're unrecognizable. You know how many hot people I've walked past in Portland? Yeah. yeah. A lot of hot people out right. here. I, not, I don't remember a single one of their faces. Yeah, and so what, what differentiates his hotness, besides plot, which is the obvious answer, what differentiates his hotness from any of the other boy characters on screen? Like, I Honestly, sat there and tried to go, like, I, like he can't be, he, he can't be everybody's type all at the same time unless it, the plot says so. He can't just be the hottest thing for no reason unless the plot says so. I could not figure out why this character was any different than any other character that was on screen. Uh, I mean, he makes sense because we're told that he is, like, given this cheat skill. Right, no, I get that. My so mind, plot, to plot. Yeah, right, I understand plot, that. Right, right. There is no actual drawn reason like as in like physically well, yes, on screen no, no. that you're watching that if i were to put this on mute and like line all these people up you'd be like oh he's the well, hottest okay, and it's but, like, clearly for these three reasons that's just and, true of like media in general like ryan well, gosling sort of. has fucking slanty that yeah, like but his not, eyes not, are like literally not, to, not on the but same not level to this degree okay. that's what i mean like to the degree that it's just everything i don't know man it's just what stupid. i'm trying to say is his doesn't bother me as much as hers does because when she walks up to him, they're like, oh, my God, two gods are looking at each other. First off, they're children. Fuck yeah. you. They are literal children. Weirdo. Um, second off, she's just a human. 
So like she doesn't have the cheat skill. Why is she literally godlike? Kind of weird. Kind of fucking weird. Again, children really can't say that enough. More importantly, incels, because well, this is yeah. how incels think the world works. They yeah, think that you're you born with some like fucking hotness stat line, and yeah. like you're everybody's type, and you're hot to everybody. It couldn't be fucking further from the truth, but they don't understand how the world works. So they, like the real main character, think that they were just born ugly and that all of these hot people don't put any work or any effort into being hot at all. So they're like, oh, they're just undeserving, like, cheaters. And now I wish I was an undeserving cheater. But but not just a cheater, a deserving cheater. Because I was (laughs) ugly, I deserve to be hot without any work or any input or any effort whatsoever. Well, because, because then I'll be like them, but I'll be better right. than them because I'll have come from a place where I didn't get handed it to, to me for free, but I just created a world in which that is actually exactly what happened. It's like it's like this fucking catch-22 cognitive dissonance thing where the entire premise of all of these isekais is that the main character believes that they're better than other people because they started off with less only to have the plot hand them anything and everything that they could ever want with the assumed reason that they deserve it because they weren't born with it only to then be able to participate in the community and the world that they think exists where people who have everything that they want just do whatever they want. And it's, it's delusional on like four different layers. And that's what I want out of an anime. Yeah. Well, that's what, that that's like a glowing red flag of a personality disorder. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean it's a good thing that that's not like a cornerstone of entire like countries, you know. <laughs> well, that's unfair. There's a lot of media that isn't anime. But yeah. it is a good well, thing that's not a cornerstone of entire, you know, industry. Well, go, yeah, going back to what you cuz again, like it's not like the isekai formula or wish fulfillment or like other things don't exist in other areas. They do all the time. It's mm-hmm. like the 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 classic white guy uh, has his wife and children die conveniently so that he can be a violent sociopath, but for good reason and get revenge. Like that's the American isekai. Like that's American sociopathy at play. We're all just apparently like violent murderers under the skin, just under the surface. And if it wasn't for our damn wife and daughter, we'd be fucking out there taking it to all the crime in the streets. Like that. That's the. That's the. Soci- social read of American movies and their, like, disgusting, uh, what do you call it? The psych- psychology. So, you know, w- when I say that, like, this incel shit is just permeating this this entire genre and, frankly, anime altogether, I, I don't mean it to say, like, they're the only people who have, like, this deep, disgusting psychopathy injected into their media, but I will honestly say that they're the only one I've seen that has this particular kill and this particular like range mandatory, just mandatory. There is no like anime Quentin Tarantino where everything he makes is like this unique personal style and uh, like his dialogue feels so human and very, very on point. 
there is no there is no like a Martin Scorsese of anime who is like I'm going to make this one kind of genre thing because it's what I'm good at and it's the characters I make and I'm going to keep working with these same people. Like there's no there's no creative freedom or agency in any of these things being shown and it's all just like who can crank out the next big thing? Oh yeah, I hate my fucking job. I hate my fucking life. Here you go, piggies. So and they, these are the people who gobble this shit up, and these are the people who this shit is made for. And to just see that all played out all at the same time, it's like it's like a perfect fucking storm of I hate you. I hate everyone. I hate all of you. It's amazing. It's amazing. Like, if you sat down in a lab and said, I want to make this show about, like, how incels see the world... I don't think you could have done better. I really don't. While <clears throat> well, no, no, the, we, we watch things that are pervier. No, no, no. We watch things. That I'm are not pervier. saying the pervier we watch things is that the are missing shittier. piece. What I'm saying oh. is that it has to be you're, you, the way you're describing it is a slight tweak. How they see the world in like their distorted lens of it, as in well, yeah. like be, this is the happy version of their world. Like there is a no anger version of their world because like. Incels are inherently extremely angry about things. But like oh, this yeah. man never gets angry. He always appears rational, a logical man, one that is very humble by default. Yeah, because like, that's how, how they see themselves. They mm, see themselves as maybe. deserving because they're not emotional and angry like women and men, but mostly women. All right, fair enough. I mean, I, I don't deny it. Like I in general, like I'm fine with it. I mean, this show is like again the only like good thing I can really say about the show is it's not openly perverted, but like it is clearly one that is fueled by that, um, as you were already laying out. But it's also just kind of fucking boring. Like the coolest thing in here is just like the dumb shit we get to watch, like him, you know, always murdering something and how they think that's good. Um, him, you know, or him watching like a small puppy just have its shit kicked in and him just watching. It's pretty also, boring. I also want to, like, the lengths they go through, and I think my favorite scene, because it cracked me up at how ironic it is, yeah. was the, the mugger that tries to, yes. like, to snatches the old lady's purse, right? Starts running For no away, reason. and his mm -hmm. dog goes and, like, drags him back. And the guy goes, hey, lady friend of mine, can you please call the cop? She goes, sure. And he gets up, and he goes, absolutely not. I'll kill you, lady calling the cops. Oh, my God. <laughs> I actually love this. The, the yeah. dog is the one that bit him. It's the dude's dog very clearly. And he's like, yeah, but I got to kill the woman. And you know why? So that he can save her again. Correct, that is yes. the only reason he Isn't goes the after the woman. It's I like, think this happens. Because like right that's what criminals are in this world. <laughs> they're, they're born bad. They're just undeserving people. This man, every single step of his plan was dumb. He stole a lady's purse in a crowded park where there's like 30 people around because fuck it. That's what criminals do. They're dumb, I guess. And then he immediately gets caught and he decides to like turn it into a murder. Yes. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I mean, like, all of the no bad guys here don't make sense. Like you have an entire gang, a gang, a biker gang that is like, all right, I'm going to go kidnap a, like a girl. Yeah, like that, that's first of all, their plan was I'm going to go kidnap her, and uh, I guess they know what she looks like. She just happens to be outside, but like, what? They're just going to ride in the courtyard and hope for the best? Yes. 
And Literally, like, I, yes. I get it. You don't, every single one of your criminal characters don't have to be like a nuanced dissection of like prison abolition theory. But for fuck's sake, they at least need to have something. They need something. Otherwise, why are they there? I mean, it's just to make him look good. That's the only reason. No, I know it's just to make him look good. But, like, wouldn't it make him look better if the criminal had, like, a reason for doing anything or even existing in the story? Then you could maybe say something about the main character. But we need to pump out more anime. Yeah, so we need no. to pump out more and faster. And here's their cute yeah, dog template we, if we, from if thirty we spend, other if fucking. If we spend anime. time on these side characters, we can't make it faster. So we're gonna. We, the we the less bother. we know about them, the better. We just know that bad guy, this good guy, good guy, be bad guy. Next plot, that bad guy, this good guy, good guy, be bad guy. Next plot. You know, pretty clearly, what you want, JW, is you want a series that is devoted to building out its characters over a long series of arcs. And I have to recommend One Piece for this. I mean, it's just wow. going. It really takes its Man, time on these characters. I, you know, I can't. I and they're, they're willing to put in the effort. Basically everything on principle, but I, when a man says something that's true, a man says something that's true. Yeah, we we just appreciate you know cold hard facts here, and I'm just saying One Piece really holds up pretty well if you give it a chance. Well, I got good fucking news for you guys because I'm on episode like 72 of One Piece. What is wrong with you? Because I've been watching two a day when I walk in the morning. I couldn't be happier. But also, they are really starting to make... I'm, I'm not going to lie. I actually think that One Piece is going to end. I know that it's a meme that it won't. But this man, Oda, is starting to like close a lot of 25-year-old questions that haven't been answered. And True. in a pretty short amount of time. And it's been pretty neat to see because I would like it to end at some point so that, yeah. uh, you know... It's a story rather than a never-ending nothing. Well, also, uh, in the like world of serialized stuff, in, in the world of serialization, tying up loose ends is like, you you either got canceled or you're ending. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, like, yeah, yeah, no, that is a very big sign. That doesn't mean that there isn't going to be a lot of drawn-out shit. Oh, yeah, that no. That, man, I mean, he, he said, like, at least five years. So it's going to be drawn-out. The, the <laughs> final pirate war that. could be three yeah. of those years right. just yeah. on its own. I 100% yeah. agree with that. But if there's a light at the end of the tunnel so that I can, you know, have something that I can watch start to finish, great, cool. You know, we're eventually going to get there. Man, can so. you imagine if it's just one tournament arc with every single one of the characters that has ever been introduced? Well, I that mean, it's actually, impossible, I would frankly. But... <laughs> Like, the, I would fucking watch that. Like, even the dead characters is like, all right, I'm back. Yeah, people want to know, and uh, it's One time. of his interns just had a fucking stroke thinking what about they, that. What they, what they do <laughs> is they just, uh, they go, all right, we're pulling the Marvel, and now there's just alternate universes, and so Goldie Roger from a different universe comes back to fight Rocks D. Zip. It's just everybody. You're like, all right, all this right, makes no right. sense, but I'll the watch it. The second you bring time travel into this, I will put One Piece down. I got <laughs> no, a thousand I episodes to go, so yeah, no, it'll probably take me a couple years to catch up, but uh, you'll be fine. Yeah, by you'll, then your standards will have fallen because we're just, you know, still watching more anime. And you're like, yeah. wow, One Piece is really If I good. watch like eight episodes a week, I could theoretically catch up by the time someone can explain to me what Luffy's next gear is. I just can't oh, I believe can. you're I like, do it right now. somebody explain to me how the fuck that shit works. I, I can do what it right the now. next gear? Don't spoil it. Ethan's going to watch it with us. Ethan's going to watch I, it with us. Ethan's going to spoil that. Yes, monkey D bicycle. Yeah, got, I will fucking got, kill myself. He's a rider. His, his bicycle versus Bluno. You know? 
That's right. Lunar <laughs> Mars. What are we <laughs> anyway, doing? What are these things? Anyway, before I before I could, I could talk about One Piece for like days. So Uptown Piece, don't give you it. You can talk you. about One Piece for days because it has days of content. Get out. Right, this look like a brag. Right, so so right, we'll finish the plot of Cheat Skill because nothing else interesting happens. Basically. He gets a dog in the woods, as we talked about before. The dog is actually a higher level than him, and is a higher level than the thing that's beating it up. Correct. But it's only beating it up, honestly, pretty violently. I might add, very violently. <laughs> like he crushes that little puppy, and he and he sits there and goes, "Oh well, I don't know. I don't know if I could take that orc, but I couldn't live with myself if I stood idly by where a cute, adorable little puppy got beat up." Meanwhile, it's been stepped on another four times while he has this little. It was like monologue. ten times. I mean, yeah. I'm not even exaggerating. Like, Dog's got, getting the shit beat out of it. Stepped on. But um, either way, the real point is that he saves a dog. He gets a dog. Who cares? It, it, I like. It's just who? What the fuck is this? It looks like a fucking cat. Like it, it does it, look I'm just like a cat. Sorry. I it thought like it was a cat. cat. I thought. I it thought was it a was a cat. And like you know what is that the like you know the best critique ever? No, but fuck you. Like it looks like a right. cat. It <clears throat> sounds like a cat. I've never met a dog that goes yeah, yeah. What the fuck yeah. is that? Man. Just, it's, it's so it's annoying that you meet the something. dog and it immediately starts like pretending to communicate with him. Yeah, I, I love that. No, it speaks perfect was. English. Yeah, yeah, it pretty clearly understands him. Well, like, first of all, you're like using cat sounds to communicate English to me. And I understand it. And second of also, all, pretty sure I'm just on drugs. Also, another one, immediate <laughs> Yo, gratification. Man, is that cat talking to you? <laughs> Bro, I'm pretty sure it's a dog. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the producer shared a picture from the from the manga. It looks more like a cat, even in this. Actually, it looks like a cat from a horror manga, if I'm being honest. <laughs> yeah, it does. That thing looks It's horrible. pitch black eye. Oh, oh, sorry. My other favorite bit. So he's sitting down next to this dog. Right? <laughs> he's sitting down. And he says, "Wow, well, wow, you must be my new dog. I, I guess we better give you a name." And then his head mysteriously morphs into the author of Cthulhu. Yep. <laughs> and and he looks down and he says, "Hmm, I guess I should give you a name that is is synonymous with your jet black fur. I think I'm gonna call you Nick." Nighty, oh night, night. That's what he said. N I G H T. Oh, okay, all right. Well, it really, it really was a completely lazy to call a black thing night, and B just super weird. You're 100 percent right. <laughs> it was. I mean, I was getting very uncomfortable. I mean, it, it definitely. Scene. Okay, it's weird and all, but like. Obviously, that's not the word in Japanese. So I don't think it was intentional, but it is pretty fucking weird. It is. It's it's a uh, what's that thing with the, the Mandela effect? They Wait, accidentally what? just I, I don't know. <laughs> okay, finish it. They, they accident they accidentally were gonna call it an English word. They didn't realize. What is that like? Know. The Occam's razor, where like is that like an Occam's thing? razor, <laughs> where they cut you can't just the, throw the film out right? You hope they work. I need Occam's razor to cut this scene, brother. <laughs> this is like like the prison experiment, right? What are you talking about? The anyway. shortest distance between two points is my plot. <laughs> 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 All right, yeah. So that, that's the only other funny thing. He gets a dog. He he names it something that starts with N I G, and it's a black dog. I also uh, he could just also he, yeah. What I was gonna say, he just take things from the fake world and bring it to the real world is yeah, this straight the, up is this, is this the first time we've seen him do that 
I think so. Yeah, he brings theoretically. Money normally, theoretically, yeah, like he, he could he, bring. He transfers money, but at least there's like sort of an exchange happening. He just right. straight up brings the dog into yeah. the real world. Man, mm, that yeah. dog could have been cashed out for like currency, and he did not know that that would work. Like he was just like, "Yep, all right, I'm bringing the dog." Like that could have been literally just well, he, like but, murdered and given currency for. He's like, yeah. uh, he's like, like everything else. He's like Schrodinger's weeb. He knows everything and nothing all at the same time. And you oh won't find God. out what it actually is until you ask him. That's like actually a real thing. Until he says, appraisal. Oh <laughs> appraisal. God, Schrodinger's I appraisal. I hate that spell so much. It is the laziest way of writing things into your universe. Let's just so give him the spell called lazy. appraisal. Now he knows everything. Because otherwise, he wouldn't know anything. And now, who wants to wa- who wants to watch a man struggle to figure out how a world works? Boo! Let's just the hand him everything. The only thing that's good about this show is that all of the words they put on screen only last for about two seconds. So I can always, always, always never read what shows up on screen. I don't even try. Like, I know it'll be gone before I finish it, so I just don't bother. And uh, I don't know why they bother, but they do. Hmm. I mean, I don't even know what else to say about it. Oh, episode three, I have to say you one piece six. about this. You mean, oh, one piece, nice. Or episode uh, six, you mean, you mean six. I gotta I, say, yeah, six. one piece, we are. <laughs> no, I'll die. We're so, episode on a six. One piece, one wish. No. Oh <laughs> I'm going to leave. Um, episode six, there's a fire in an arcade they're in. Uh, he's magically good at like at all the arcade games, like all the claw machine. You know, games. believe in Wonderland is just a really, really bad intro. I gotta say, it's just nice. <laughs> it's just not also, very good. Also, like, isn't like it that weird one. that we have this anime and it reminds you of um, uh, what's the other one? The Rokudos, because he's like a fat pudgy guy that gets like mm-hmm, supernatural mm-hmm. abilities. But also, this scene reminds us of. Um, uh, what was the stupid one where oh the D- Death Mount Death Play where there's a fire and a bunch of kids are on fire and he just goes in and saves them. Yeah, it's just weird. they're is... all like pseudo sort of connected in a weird it's way. It's like they're all just fucking copying Lazy? each other yeah. and they're all <laughs> disgustingly creatively bankrupt. They would never do that. They're like copying, but worse. You're like the answer is A, but it's whispered down the lane at the end. They go, the answer is watermelon squared. And they're like, yeah, that sounds about right. I won't even question it. I'll just write that. And you're like. If you just stop for a second and look at what you just made, you would know it's an abomination. But you just hit print, and there it is. It's in the stores everywhere. It's stuck here. We, we're all stuck with this now. I hate yeah. you. Well, yeah, so there's this fire in the arcade. Um, I was oh, supposed by to be way, talking about the plot, Barley. So there's yeah. a fire in the arcade, and uh, oh, main bad. character saves everybody. That's it. Can we well, be done wait, talking wait, wait, about wait. this? No, there's two things we got to cover. There's one, there's a, this like wizard. Basically, the, the I guy was that definitely came looking before, at my phone for this. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, the sage. Yeah, yeah. The sage, yeah. So there's a guy that came before grandpa. You mean his grandfather? No, no, it's not his grandfather. It's just How do you like, know? I don't fucking know, dude. I don't I'm pretty sure either. it's his grandfather. Okay, so there's a his great grandfather sage. has this thing that let, let him go to another world, and somebody mysteriously built this house, assembled all the greatest shit in the world learned how to do magic, wrote a book about it, and then died alone in a cave, mysteriously. Yeah, but his grandpa doesn't come from the other world. His grandpa comes no, from this world, but and his, only people from the other world His grandpa could have, have just magic. chosen to die in the other world. Okay, yeah, all right, I, I guess maybe. Well, then because wait, if he, the if he chose point... to die in the real world, then his bones wouldn't be in the fake world. No, I said he died in the fake world. 
He died in the fantasy world. He chose okay, to die whatever. there. All right, I don't give if a fuck. If he chose the point to live is, in the real world, he couldn't get boned in the fake world. I just, I could he not give a shit. He pretty obviously said in the book, too, that like he didn't live his life the way that he wanted to because he lived it alone and that he wanted to die alone and as a warning to other people to not live like him. Yeah, but wait, and wait, it's wait like but the everything sage also his... lived for basically forever, which means that like it wouldn't yeah, make sense for... Yeah, in fake real world, because it's like Narnia. You don't age when you're there. Yeah, and there's Turkish delight everywhere. It's very that, clear. Stop it, Not sweaty. A good thing. All right. Well, also, go to when, you think go this writer bed, gives dead. a fuck about continuity things? Like the sage lived a long time, but his grandpa didn't. They don't give a shit. Okay, I don't care about this. The important thing is the sage person slash the grandpa literally tells him to not use his magic to impress like everyone around him because it will make him detached from the rest of the world and make him lonely. And the first thing the character does without even any reflection on that is use his magical gifts to just win things out of a fucking like claw machine. So that's first off. Second off, there's a goddamn fire and the fire apparently goes down. You guys catch that? It does the fire go down. was several floors up, but the smoke was going down. Well, as we're all told, you're supposed to go uh, jump and spin whenever there's a fire to get above the smoke because it naturally goes down like fog or a smoke machine. Man, another yeah. another you know fucking uh, lineup for Hell's Paradise is the smoke uh, the smoke wind. You know, like smoke just apparently is the theme of anime for this week. Smoke is- do what smoke do, okay? It sure does, doesn't it? It's big smoke. You just got to follow the damn train. Sometimes mm-hmm. it do be like that, you know? Well, here, let's use that as a segue to talk about the good anime. Well, and the better produced anime, anyway. Yeah, that's, that's Frankly, what I, I, I I simultaneously found uh, this nec- these next three episodes of... Uh, oh, fuck. Hell's Paradise? Hell's, Hell's Paradise to be simultaneously very boring and, like, full of very good characters. And that really annoys the shit out of me because I feel like I should give some credit to the anime that, like, has something going for it. No. But goddamn, does it just want to push me the fuck away because I don't give a shit. I still really don't like Hell's Paradise. Like, I, it was kind of fun to watch, but I still don't think this thing I'll is I'll be real. Good. I only like the girl character because she just keeps getting all the best development. And they're having some like really interesting conversations and doing interesting things with her character and the story. And I want to keep seeing more of that. But all these other stupid fucking ninjas keep showing up on screen. I'm like, get the fuck off of my screen, stupid Koenichi bitch. Put, some <laughs> fucking, put a fucking shirt on and stop being dumb. God, I hate you. Well, let's talk some plot. I know we all love plot. Um, God, where does this thing start? Hold on, hold on. I actually have notes. Oh, that's right. Um, So we left off episode three with some dude that had a sword. Um, That's not very specific. (laughs) Some dude that... Is that what you wrote? Uh, I said a man with a temper and a sword. <laughs> My God, man, that's the least specific thing you could have written. <laughs> I really feel like when we first started I don't even this, know what you're referring yeah. to, and I don't know what you're referring when to. When we first started this, <laughs> Ethan took notes. And you can tell after doing this for 12 seasons, his I notes just, are, man with his swords notes are mad. worthless. Uh, <laughs> the notes are now worthless, but in a different way than they used to be. You used to be the guy who off in class, and now we're just asking you to stop showing us your notes so we don't... <laughs> accidentally write the wrong answer down. 
now it's like basically just reminders of the plot because so few of these have anything like worth talking about, (laughs) which I would include Hell's Paradise for that. Like I, I just don't, I personally think Hell's Paradise sucks. Um, like some parts of it were sort of funny to watch, uh, but most of it just fucking sucks. Um, I don't even think that the female character has much of like good character development. Um, the only thing that redeems her and it's not even her doing it is the fact that the sexist characters in the show are wrong. So like, it's not like her doing it. It's just literally the world comes out. It's her doing it. It's her doing it. I I think that the world has her be like, I don't believe in myself temporarily. And then someone says, you're right. You shouldn't because you don't have a cock. And the world comes out of nowhere to murder the person that was sexist. And she is not involved at all. To murder the person who's sexist? That's true. That's true. That she is not the one who murders the sexist. She is the one who, as he's dying, looks him in the face and says, you're stupid. Yeah, but she and doesn't then, even say that. Like, yeah, she kind of does, yeah. She basically looks him in the eye, <coughs> and I believe the exact line is, um, I do not like agree. I will not go home like you're telling me to do because I yeah. am not the fucking like, weak, pathetic thing you want me to be to like, comfort yourself. And I don't think that could be put any better. And the only thing she didn't do, you're right, is like gut him herself. And the only reason she didn't do it, and and I believe genuinely, is that like this is her last real connection to her superior officers and like the culture that she came from. Because now she's on her own fucking thing. And I sincerely hope and believe that she's going to just be like complete rogue now. She's not going to fucking listen to any of that shit. So I, I think when you describe it like that, Yes, it sounds like a competent, well-written thing. But the problem is, it is not well-written. Like, I don't really care if the beats are good. Like, so when we no, watched... No, um, it's well-written. She's in not, poor no, writing. She, oh, oh, her, oh. everything in isolation is well-written. Everything surrounding it is doing nothing for it and doing nothing with it. It's good writing for a character in a character that's in service of nothing. The plot has nothing to do with her, really. This should be her, like, fucking show. This should be her fucking story. It should be about this. Yeah, sure, because it the should main be, character that's kind of my already, point. Right, right. And the main character has already had all of his character development off screen that we right. get getting drip-fed by flashbacks. He's all-powerful. He can't lose. Like, all kinds of bullshit like that. And it's like, I don't care about him. He's not vulnerable. He has nothing to prove. He has nothing to gain and basically nothing to lose. Why do I give a shit about him? This fucking girl character has everything to gain, everything to lose, a character arc, something uh, like an internal like turmoil and a problem that actually parallels the world and the environment that they've been put in. It's like not... everything about her it works and then it's like no, fuck you. Here's here's Naruto. I don't fucking want to see Naruto. I hate him. He's so stupid. I mean, okay. I again, I don't really disagree that there we're, are good I, We're agreeing. Here. We're agreeing because ultimately you're right. This show is not well written because it takes its best asset, pushes it almost all the way off the stage to the side. So like, yeah, I can't tell. I can't say it's well written as right. a show. It's not. It's flat out not. 
It's just frustratingly poorly written because they have something that requires actual thought and actual like talent as a writer. And like they've done some very interesting things and it's all in service of nothing. And all I can think is that there's an editor looming over this man telling him, no, put the stupid fucking ninja boy in there. Put the half naked Kunoichi chick in there. Put the big guy in there who's mentally um, challenged and have a have a have a flashback where he like murders his parents because he's hungry. I don't I don't get that one, man. But put it in there. Put it in there. We got to be stupid. We got to be problematic. We got to appeal to the lowest common denominator, dumbass. Get out of here with your art. Fuck you. Put the nerd guy in there. His only job is to point look to point the shit in the environment and go, oh wow, that, that's really unusual that there's a fish head on a man body. Wow, that's crazy. That's creepy. That's weird. I don't need anyone to point to a half fish, man, and tell me that that's unusual. I can figure that shit out. <laughs> it almost feels I, like I promise. I have eyes. I'm feels watching like the this. ego raptor uh, screaming about like how Skyward Sword sucked. Like, yeah, how did you make something that could have been fun unfun? It's I, amazing. It takes such fucking talent to ruin something that's that like that has that much potential. What what it feels like to me is kind of like like that, but in reverse. In that, like, it almost feels like the mangaka wrote most of this, and then he was like, you know, he gave like an intern like their time to shine, and they created this amazing female character, and he kind of kept like half of it. it. Was like, yeah, I guess I'll throw that in there, but I, that's not really what this is about. And just kind of shoved it in there. Honestly, and- like, I'm starting to warm up on Mangakas a little bit. And I'm starting to really point my cannons at the editors now. Because I mean, this after, I'm with you on. Yeah, after we found <laughs> out about the whole, like, Spy X family thing. Like, yep. it just oh, opened a new true. door. And of, Oshinoko. That's true. That one, too. Right. Like, I mean, every time I've ever watched one of these things, and I felt like, wow, there's some talent in here. Why is it buried under a giant blanket of, like, shit? and mayonnaise why is it smothered and the answer is always as we find out so sometimes early on sometimes later sometimes never is that the fucking publishing company the editors and just the genre and the and the like the industry in general that that's their fucking job is to just take people's artistic expressions and just put them through the fucking generic blender the incel blender, the fuck you otaku blender. It's so disappointing. I mean, here's the thing too, though. They are right. Like, well, yeah, they're right. Like they're objectively right. Because people keep eating the slop. Every change they make, that layer of shit and mayonnaise is probably the only reason it's successful at all. Right. Because I guarantee you, if they had made this show about just that woman going through, like, and you know what? I'll bet it wouldn't even be it wouldn't even be a fucking shonen, right? It would be like a, a set a drama. short story or something yeah. about like a, an executioner lady who goes to hell slash heaven to find an immortality thing, and like has to battle like criminals and her other her like fellow uh, her fellow executioners. It's that like, would this actually is it. be really cool. Like, yeah, I actually, and, and like, if you packaged the world, it like that, it would it be a lot of world. fun. Because yeah. the world, the whole uh, the island that they go to is a combination of heaven and hell, Taoist and Buddhist. Like, the whole fucking island is this, like, birth and death yin-yang mixed into a fucking blender. It's a really cool concept. Everybody, nobody dies. They get, like, corrupted by plants, you know? 
all of the big monsters roam around and beat the shit out of you, but they say like random Buddhist teachings. All of the shit in this island is fucking interesting as hell. And I wish that it was in service, again, of something, but it's in service of fucking Ninja Boy. A little Ninja Boy who can't lose. He's the best in his village, and he had a wife who just did normal human things, and he came in his pants. I hate this fucking character. I don't care. God, it's so fucking infuriating. Because, again, like if you want to go over plot, we can. But, like, the only thing worth talking about is that episodes at least like five, four or five and six, but like really four, five and six are all about the main girl who I'm just going to consider the main character at this point. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she's really close to the main character. if not. Yeah. You know, and, so. and how she like learns to understand how to deal with, uh, uh, her expectations as an executioner and her expectations as a woman in society. And it's really fucking nice because it doesn't just it because everyone on her side and in her like, uh, you know, from her family, like from her clan, thing. they're yeah. all just giving her this like stoic masculine bullshit. And she comes to two realizations. One, that they're fucking liars. And she learns to stop well, putting too, yes. her, her father up on this pedestal. Because ever since she was a kid, she saw him do a really cool execution. And she thought like that was what made him good. And it's like, no, man, that ain't the shit. It's fucking, it's fucking crazy. This, okay, this part I will agree with you on. I do think that something the show handles well is the fact that these characters that she is in the same clan with or whatever are shown to not be good people slash do not hold the same values as her. And I think that is for sure something that regardless of, you know, female versus male, outsiders in general if you're made to feel like an outsider you're held to this higher standard than everyone else and you find out eventually like oh well no one acts like what i was told i had to act like you know i i am the best in my class quote unquote or best in show because i held myself to this crazy high standard that i thought everyone else was and surprise surprise no one is like it's 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 all just like a perfunctory uh you know show of and not show force, but I think you know what I mean. Well, like it's it's like a very typical coming of age story thing, but it's done in a very very unique way because she lives in this extremely sexist society, and she she's like experiencing firsthand what it means to be like tokenized, and that's really fucking brilliant because a lot of people when they're trying to write the story they'll be like, oh well, I'm a woman, and being a woman is what makes me good. And they're like, well, no, that's not really it. Or more importantly, acting like a man is what makes me good. And that's what everyone's telling her to do. Like, no, no, no. Yeah, I mean, like, we're doing killing first is manly. feminism. Yeah, killing is manly. If you don't act like a man, you're not a good killer. And she's like, well, I don't want to be a killer, but everyone tells me I have to be a killer, so clearly I need to be more manly. And then that doesn't work. And then everyone's like, well, maybe if I just be more feminine, I'll be a better killer. It's like, well, no, I also still just don't want to be a killer. Being feminine doesn't help me either. And it's like, if I just accept the fact that my goals and my fucking development is not in line with what these like other people expect of me and want of me, I can actually be my own person and successful. And only by like being successful by my own merits can I even hope to attain the impossible stupid standards that they set in front of me intentionally to keep me down. Yeah. Like it's fucking great. 
And like her voice actress does a good job. She doesn't like get super over. Like she doesn't break down and fucking cry or anything like that. But at the same time, she has a reasonable discussion with herself about what she wants and how she's going to get it. And she comes to this realization when her old, like one of her old mentors dies in front of her after going on a sexist rant about how she should go home and cook. Yeah. And she's like, no, fuck you. I'm done like believing in this world that you want to be real because I realize now that you're dying, that this world that you believe in is also not real. And like your world is coming down, crashing on your fucking head right now. So I don't want to be like you at all. I don't want to live up to your expectations. I don't even want to acknowledge your expectations. Your worldview got you killed. You are yeah. wrong. I'm, I definitely think, I mean, I don't know if I would put this on the same level as like, you know, the editors fucked it up. Oshinoko slash, um, uh, fuck spy family. But I do think that you're making a good point about the character being good. To me, this just strikes as a, you know, clock hits it twice a day, strikes right twice <sighs> a day, you know? Like I'm I, fine. I, I'd be surprised. Cause like there's only one good redeeming part of this and that's it. You hit it. Well, yeah. even that, I and mean, she it's, is a it's principal like, character. It's just, right. but you know, it's, it's just not like we got a one-off. It's not like we got a one-off episode of a random villain who was cool. You know, it's sure. not. It's not the Frieza problem, where they accidentally made a compelling villain, and then they're like, "Oh shit, we got to keep bringing his ass back because we can't do this consistently anymore." You know what I mean? Like, it's not like that. None of yeah, none like of Goku or his friends are interesting characters. Yeah, or yeah, or the Loki problem. Like yeah. that's that's the clock being right once because it's even though it's broken. Right, right. This yeah. character has consistently across six episodes gotten all the interesting dialogue, all the interesting character development, all the interesting story elements, has gotten everything. I mean, I would make the case that's pretty much Loki as well. I mean, Loki and it's probably so. mostly because of the actor. No, I no, I think the show, the Loki show was pretty bad about that. Oh, no, I sorry. I'm not I have not seen that. I just meant Loki, as in the character itself within yeah, the Marvel I, I world, actually went through. Like no, the character is doing a very good job. The problem is, is that there is no actor here. There's a voice actor, and like they can contribute, but they have way less control over what's going on. True, you can't, you can't just like. There's no other person here involved except the animators, and the animators are the ones pretty much doing eighty percent of the work while the VA does twenty, as no, opposed I, I to like the fifty fifty. Yeah, you know, you, you can't, you can't voice act your way out of a bad script. But you can kind of act your way out of a bad script. I do or at least you that. can improve it. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, there's that's the reason why, like, you know, uh character actors are so cool, right? Like, you know, well, you can they can just character eat the fucking actors, screens. But like no, no, not not method actors, character actors. Same thing. But like No, they're the, what? No, they're not. No, what? No. I kind of fucking hate character actors. It's the same kind of deal. But the basic As method actors. Yeah, I don't think whatever, you're using the fine. right words. Maybe not. I, Either way, the point here is that, like, when you're also when you're a famous actor, you get to make changes to the script. Like, you get to you get to talk to somebody who's right in front of you and make changes. Again, like a voice actor cannot do that. They don't get to talk to the, no, no, the no. writer you, and the director. You're, you're or the right about that. I, I see so, your like, point. Yeah, it's. Well, either way, like I, I really like her character. I would watch it just for her, pretty much. But at the same time, like it's just so painfully shown in. And nothing encapsulates how painfully shown it is, like fighting the big guy at the end of episode six. 
Because like, oh my God, is it just boring? It's very boring. And it also like, it's a bad setup. Or I should say it could have been a good setup, but instead it's a very bad setup to compare him, whoever the random big guy is, versus our main character. Because our main character basically can't like die is what we've been shown. Like he can't be cut. He can't be stabbed. Like, you know, even if he gets hit, he like rarely bleeds. And in this case, the big guy can cut and kill him or, you know, make him bleed. All right, cool, I guess. But the big guy also kind of has the exact same power where he's just sort of really strong, but also kind of can't be cut or die um, until he can. Also, the same thing is true for our main character where just, you know, apparently if he just runs into something bigger than him, eventually he can be killed there's no like real rationale for why it's just the plot dictates that both of these characters will eventually reach right. some kind of tolerance it's and like they'll the, be beaten by it it's the worst kind of no power level power leveling yeah where exactly. it's just like why can't you cut him with a sword because his power level is too high that's basically the answer there's no is, reason for it this is like the exact reason why most shows with zombies in it you don't make it about the zombies it's an analogy for something. If you wanted this fight, then it shouldn't really be about the fact that he's a big brute. It should be about the lifestyles that they lead. Maybe it could be about their upbringing. Clearly, they wanted to include the fact that the big guy had a rough upbringing. Maybe our main character had a rough upbringing, but his moral—you know—his morals were better. I mean, there's mm -hmm. so many different ways you could have taken this fight, but it's weird that they chose to just not do any of that. But you can't have a cool, tactical, interesting, like stylistic fight when one of your people is a ninja who can do whatever the fuck you need him to do because ninja Including powers magic. Yeah. and a giant man who can't do anything you need him to do because giant stupid man only swing arm. Yeah. So like, like, what does that tell us? Is it like you have to be intelligent enough to use literal ninja magic? Like, or? why is he dumb? Uh, I don't know. What about um, being big? is dumb. Like I, what about being big makes you slow? What it's about always being so much big more... makes you invulnerable to steal weapons? It's, it's genuinely... just like, fuck you. I don't care. Here's his power level. You don't get to see it, but I, it's, 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 it's real high. I, it's real high, man. I promise. It's not a subversion anymore to make the big character also intelligent. Like it happens, you know, I mean, it's like a very, very small subversion. They don't subversion have to be intelligent it. like it's a subversion. They can just be a normal fucking person. Right, right, right. But I'm just saying it's still like a thing you can do while having like, you know, fun with the character. I mean, you literally made a person that is no joke, literally like mentally yeah. handicapped. Yeah. And like, that's just kind of dumb. And, and then, you know, of course, they like shitty. they do my girl dirty. Because she gets like her moment in the sun because, again, her whole thing is that she executes people and she wants to be like her dad. Where Who was super good at it. There, there's like this understanding that if you execute someone and they're unhappy about dying, then they're going to haunt you or something or you're going to feel bad. Yeah, so you there's can this feel idea, fear or whatever. There's this idea that the perfect execution is one in which like the person accepts their death. And that's what we get out of the big guy. He has a flashback where he recognizes that Maybe he didn't live the best life and maybe he actually kind of misses his parents and he was alone because of all the things that he did. And maybe for a second, like he can take solace with the fact that he's not going to hurt anybody else and he can finally die and be with his parents again. And it's like, oh, that's a cute little thing. Um, why is being mentally disabled a method <laughs> part of this? Like, why did I need him to do the, the fucking Game of Thrones thing where where poor little uh, Lancel Lannister is going conk, conk, conk with the bugs? Brother, yeah. that's not cool. You can't 
I hate that shit. Please don't also, do that. They also take the moment away from your girl because they she's do. like, oh, if I had done this better, then he would not actually be afraid in this moment. Like, she literally says, like, I still fucked up this cut, even though she didn't. Like, they, yeah. they very, very specifically say that it should be, like, a serene thing, which it is, and they also say that basically you're only going to get one shot at this, a.k.a. you need to be in line, you need to make the cut right. She right. even fails once before on the cut because well, more, she yeah. was, she didn't have her head in the right place. She fails a bunch of times, really, but, yeah. Yeah, but, like, I think it's one time she gets a clear shot She only shot fails at the head cut one time, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, like, they are setting up the fact that she needs to be in the right headspace to do it, and she is. But then she fails? Like, so what does is, what is a clean cut look like? Is there just no thinking afterwards? Like, is it so mm-hmm. serene the brain literally isn't on at all? Like, that makes, like, even less sense? Because, like, we know in the real yeah. world that, like, people are still sort of there after you cut their head off. Right. Not, like, well, long, but they're sort of. It's literally just about, like, the whole yin and yang thing. She has to, the perfect execution is the perfect blending, like everything else, like the themes of the show, the perfect blending of life and death. You have to die being completely and utterly satisfied with your life. You know what I mean? Like that, yeah, that's right. how this is supposed to work. The perfect execution is the perfect blending of a person who is dying, but also like living their best right at the end. So she didn't get that. And I, I'm like, it's fine. That they take that away because, like, I want more of these, like, growth moments. Yeah, this is, like, I mean, in a lot of ways, that. I feel like this is the better version of that stupid shit from Demon Slayer where he'll he'll kill a demon and then he'll feel bad about it and you'll get some, like, sad piano and a sad backstory for the demon. Yes. It's like, right. that's not the same thing. But there has to this... be a reason why she fails and there isn't a reason why no, she fails. No, you're here. right. She did there everything correct. You're right. And then just there isn't a you. reason. But I'm fine with that because I want there to be a reason because I want, like, if this was the end, if she did a perfect cut, that's that's the end. Right. That's the right, end right. for her. I, I can so appreciate like, why you don't want it to end right now. And I actually think if if the point is to have her arc be the thing that makes the show, it could, of course, not end right now. That, that would be inappropriate right. and make it for a worse show. But the problem is it isn't about that. So, no, like, right. you, so you set not, everything up not... for her arc to be sort of done right now um, or at minimum for her to have an early success in the path to her doing it consistently and they don't give it to her. For she still, unknown. she still does have hesitations about who she can and can't kill. Sure. And that can be improvements. So like her cuts have gotten better, but she still, she still has those hesitations implicit in like killing certain kinds of people. Right. But there's still no reason why she fails here. It just, well, she just fails. why she considers also, it a failure really. Yeah, the, that's correct. The, Cause she clearly doesn't fail, but the because she clearly she does. doesn't fail. Like uh, in, what kind of what kind of execution like moment did you think you were going to get from this guy? And I think yeah. the real answer is that like the only reason she can consider it a failure is that he had to be fi- like violently put into the ground first. But like I guess th- yeah. Again, like there's a whole lot of reasons that you could say this wasn't perfect. That's fine. It's her personal character failing that she sees anything as not perfect as a failure because frankly, I'll bet her dad's fucking executions yeah we're probably gonna find that out later like like, so like i'm fine with that if that's the worst thing that i could say about the episode i would not have a problem it's not the worst thing i can say about the episode (laughs) the worst thing i could say about the episode is that this the the fucking purple bitch whose entire job is to sit there and go 
I wish you would fuck me. Ooh. But I'm actually a killer. Oh, but please, I want to fuck you. Wow, that's really great. I love that character. That's not annoying at all. Thank you. Also, like, for no end. Like, annoying An character endless, can be endless. fine. Or the like only that. fucking thing she ever does. Yeah. Well, there is there's one there was one very brief moment that showed that the character was more aware. And it was whenever she basically threw the um the her like short guy with the glasses on that like he yeah her like goaler we have not talked plot at all and I'm not really gonna but her goaler is basically obsessed with human anatomy mostly so he can understand how to kill better um and right. like he's sort of a scholar but he's also a murderer you know because like whatever that's that's a character arc I'm, I, or not arc that is a character that I can deal with but the reason why I bring him up is he's like let me down because she's pinned him up against a wall with like these shuriken things they're not shuriken but what are they Kai something Kai but anyway. Gee. Kunai? What? Kunai, yeah. Aren't they Kunai? Oh, 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 oh. I thought you were talking about, like, the magic that he's trying to kind of get to. No, 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 no. So he's throwing on the wall with these Kunai, and, like, he's like, oh, let me down. I can, like, save my compadre who's bleeding out. And she's like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. And then, like, there's a pause, and she goes, you're also not the kind of guy that's going to save him. And, like, there's a pause, and it's not explained anything beyond that, but it is implied that, like, he probably just wants to watch his guy die so he can better understand life and death. Yeah, which is, yeah, she, a, which she is just a good get, moment. Like, she hits him with the "You're not that guy, bro." Yeah, you ain't which that is guy. It, it shows it, that the character is aware, and it shows that also the motif holds. The motif you've been talking about, Jay, about no, life sure. and death. Like he is no, studying the, the moment between it. But it if just anything, is in I feel like that's nothing. that's his character moment really more than anything. Yes, <laughs> I, I just meant there is clearly whoever is writing this character wants her to be smart and this is such an anime fucking thing but they want the female to be intelligent when basically no one else is around to witness them being intelligent which right. is weird and again, like, it's not necessarily a bad thing that you have like a femme fatale character where no. her whole bit is you know like oh i'm pretending to be the sex symbol right. but actually i'm not the problem is is that never once do i ever see like past that veneer and most importantly of all the 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 femme fatale thing only works if you're getting something out of the the act. Yeah, yeah. So it's like she has not gained anything from any of these conversations, and if anything, she will also let on that she's like a lot smarter than she's acting at the wrong times because she does it to convince the main character not to kill her. Yeah. It's like <laughs> that's not how this works. You don't femme fatale somebody who doesn't want to fuck you. You kill them. And she's like trying to, she's talking about killing a guy who she's trying to femme fatale. It's like, no, you can't do you don't, both. You don't femme when you should fatale. You, yeah. You, you, you femme, you're femming when you should fatale, It's dual man. track drifting. That's right. It's, it's fucking like, this is basic shit. The, the lady walks into the smoky detective's office and asks him to take a job and puts on the fucking moves because she wants him to take the job. The fatale is when she sneaks up behind him and shoots him with the Derringer. Like, you don't hit on him when you're shooting him, and you don't try to shoot him when you're asking for the job. This is basic shit. So, yeah, she's very, very dumb, and I hate her, and I hate her character. She's going to contribute nothing. I'm pretty sure she's just going to fucking die. Yeah, she'll die at some point, and then be surprised she's dying and reveal that she's not good, but she wants to be good. 
Yeah, I, I fuck this. I mean, fuck all these other characters, honestly. Yeah, like, I literally just could all not of them. give a shit. Like, I, I mean, fuck this whole show. I really like, I appreciate the angle that you've drawn to make the one character better. I just think that I'm like so pilled against anime and frankly, just bad show writing in general that like as soon as anything turns south, I'm just like, yeah, I don't fucking care. Like, this is in service of nothing. Like, I, I started watching. Uh, there's a show called The Great. It's on Hulu. And uh, it, season one is very good. And it's not like, you know, best TV I've ever seen, but it's legitimately pretty good. Um, and it's a lot of fun. Like, you know, it's about Catherine the Great um, of Russia and how, like, she cooed Peter the Great, her husband. And, like, yeah. it's pretty cool. Like, it's got this, like, genuinely cool female character that is taking power and doing so on, like, you know, back then, very progressive lines. And it's not, you know, super historically accurate, but it's fun. Um, yeah. And then season two shows up and like Peter is still alive, even though like Peter definitely did not live. And right. now they're like starting to fall in love. And I'm like, no, 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 don't stop. C God damn it. You're ruining the fucking thing. So like, yeah, you have these like well-written characters at times. And I will actually say that Peter the Great is probably one of the better well-written characters here because I'm you're being shown that he can be an empathetic person, despite the fact that you want to kill him in the first season. So that's good writing. But in service of what? Like, what are we doing here? And I, I just, that's how I feel about Hell's Paradise. I'm just like, yeah, maybe it has this one good character, but like, if you can't put anything together on the rest of the show to cobble it together to make it good, then what's the fucking point? Like, I, mm -hmm. like, I was willing to, to do a different show. I was willing to put up with the bad dialogue at times, not always, of, um, Edge Runner. Um, shit, what is that? The, we watched it together, didn't we? The, it's the new anime about cy cyberpunk edge runner. Thank you, producer. Um, yeah. So like there is bad anime dialogue in there that makes it really obnoxious. Like there's a character that like is not super important that is like we are and says the corporation name, but I don't remember what it is now. Um, and like no one walks around talking like that. It's just kind of weird and like clearly very anime or like, for instance, the fucking lolly running around. So, like, that detracts from the show. But there were so many very wonderful themes within the show that I just don't care. Right. This is the exact opposite. I just, I can't engage with this woman as a character because there's She's nothing surrounded else. by garbage, yeah. Yeah, literally just in a fucking trash heap. No, I mean, we're not disagreeing here. Like, yeah, I don't yeah. think the show is good, like, no, in I any know, capacity. Yeah. I think it's very well made, which, again, just only Produced serves well. to... Well, yeah, yeah, like... Yeah, very well produced, well directed, well like animated. Yes, and it yeah. only serves to highlight how piss fucking poor the, the writing overall is. And really how much you just dropped the ball, dropped it straight into the trash. But yep. of course, you know, it's an anime based on a on a manga, so you know, it, it was poorly written fucking five years ago <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, All right. it's fucking you ready bad. to be done? I'm ready to vote and do college <laughs> yeah, shots. Uh, you, I'm thinking you, I'm getting a not, point this you're week. You're not getting out of this shit. Oh, maybe? Oh, I don't know. I think I get a point this week, but I'll defend that in a moment. Um, I also have no idea what I'm voting for. Do we, Mike, do, you, do we defend? I feel like we kind of have to defend this time. Yeah. I, I got an uncomfortable question. Who won last week? Um, the, uh, oh, frick. Did definitely one it? of them. You know, like, we didn't sure. mark it. <laughs> Hold on. Let's see here. I got it. I got it. It was... I don't got it. It's got to be Bad Girls, right? I think it was Bad um, Girls. Roku I'm almost 100% sure it's Bad Producer, Girls. Producer, you were here. Can yeah, you tell us? I'm pretty sure it was Bad Girls. 
I'm pretty yeah. sure it was Bad Girls because I remember being like thinking that it was. Oh yeah, because Jay, you marked off your winner wrong for Dead Mount Death Play. So hey, bada bing, we can we can use context clues to figure this out. Yay, yeah, you, these things it. really matter a lot to us. Whenever we so like, it, literally can't remember a week ago. If we're doing, uh, uh, do we want to vote on who wins right now, or do we want to uh, vote on? Uh, first of all. Let's uh, let's do this correctly and tell me why your animation movie. Ah, is. fuck! Yeah, you both have to try so, hard this time. I, I think we actually like, kind of have to try hard on this one. We we do, and I do have something to say. As far as like Hell's Paradise versus Igex goes, you we have the classic uh, anime showdown problem where we have two boring animes. But we have to talk about the potential because the next thing we're going to do is watch six episodes of it. And I think that Igax has done at least the bare minimum of getting wackier in its six episodes than it did for three. Because the one, two, and three of Igax were boring as all fucking hell. Four, five, and six were moderately more entertaining. And if it keeps that trend going, it might even be funny to watch by the end. That's... Hell's Paradise is exactly the same as it was in episodes one, two, and three. It is 90% boring, 10% one good character, and I don't want to watch any more of it. Damn, that's that. Hey, you know what? That's a fucking solid angle, my guy. Yeah. That's, All right, that's... now your turn, Mr. I Want to Try Hard, now that I've thoroughly fucking fuck. dismantled you in the yeah, marketplace dude, I, of ideas I, I, I thought i had it <laughs> now though, what the then, fuck are you gonna do yeah then fucking mr Ripping liberal over here came bored out here. i'm gonna board. i'm gonna get the crowd chant and lock him up before you're fucking done talking <laughs> um but what fuck. about his emails though um all right so here's the problem i think that igax is just gonna rapidly turn into a harem in both worlds and i don't think that's particularly fun and I don't think that although there was an increase on how much fun Igax gave us, it doesn't change the fact that the main character is just like watching paint dry constantly. And all oh, yeah. of the other characters around him are also like that. I would say we got two main it, characters who are watching paint dry. Uh, in I Oh, you just between these two, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, I, I do agree with that, but like at least in Hell's Paradise, there's literally something on screen that is occurring. Whereas in Igax, sometimes I forget that I'm watching something and it feels like I'm watching a picture because it's like telling me that something's a drama, removing the dialogue, and then removing the fact that it's real people, and then also making it low budget. So it's it's like a, going to a museum for bad art, and it's all just anime. So, like, I don't really want to watch more Igax because I don't really know what they're going to give us. They haven't even really set up the world at all in six episodes. So, like, if it really does jump off the rails and become fun, I don't even know where it would go because we've been given nothing to build our world on. So far, the only thing we have in the main world is him just, like, hitting on some chicks. Great. Uh, he beat up a mugger. Sort of. He beat up some bike gangs, I guess. He's mm -hmm. eventually going to become friends with his brother and sister. All right. In they the might fake never world, come back. Who even knows? Yeah, that's true. They might not. I mean, it's a shame because it's the closest thing to fun that we had because it's goofy. Um, and at least they actually take action. Uh, whereas in the fake world, the only thing we know of is that there is a chick that really wants his dick. That is all we have to work with. Uh, but don't forget the comedy stylings of her dad, the king, is very upset. 
that his pure little daughter wants to have the sex. That's true. He is an oh, angry man, man that's, and that's that funny. gets me so fun. That gets me laughing, on, rolling on the floor, man. Every time, every time I see a dad, he was like, "Oh, I don't want you fucking my daughter." I just I do oh, love that. Really, really, uh, really gets me gets me laughing. Gets me gives me a good chuckle every time. I just oh, it's so funny. Yeah. Uh, whereas, at least with Hell's Paradise, I'm given scenes to watch where I can have fun. Also, I think the potential for Hell's Paradise is still, frankly, better. Because we're at least getting characters that you're fighting, and I can watch things that could be funny, and the powers are going to get more stupid. But we, we already killed talk. Funny Big Man. We did, and we actually didn't talk about how they killed them, which is genuinely funny. They killed him by lighting the forest on fire, and apparently smoke only <laughs> affects tall sm- people <laughs> and not How's the weather people? up there, big man? Yeah. Smoky? <laughs> Yeah, like apparently that it smoke only just magically goes up, doesn't hang anywhere near the places where it's burning, and it only affects people that are fifteen feet tall. That's right. Which, like, That's sure, right. it does go up, but like, you ever heard of a forest fire? Because like, it hangs out below no, the trees. No, only too. the underbrush is yeah. left alive. <laughs> yeah, really strange how only the underbrush is alive there. So anyway, that was actually funny. Uh, I think Hell's Paradise should move on. We actually have potential with it, whereas the other one, it hasn't really changed that much. I do think Jay's argument is good, but it hasn't changed much. All right. Well, let's vote. Let's vote. Jay, Ethan, then me. Let's go. I vote for Igex. Damn. Okay. I vote for Hell's Paradise. For once in my life, I actually do mean it when I say that, like, as much as I like this one character in Hell's Paradise, I will not continue to watch it. Also, what the hell? You're convincing me so much that like I, I should hate Hell's Paradise and then vote for it. Yeah, You're pulling I, a me. I, I am, yeah. All right, Mike, break the tie. Wait, Ethan. Wait, did Ethan vote? Yeah, I, yeah, I went said Hell's, Hell's Paradise. Paradise. Oh, my God. Jeez Louise. Now I, think it's, I think it's genuinely really close, and I think Jay's oh. argument was legitimately good. I know that like we used to meme a lot about this, but like... Jay's argument was good, but I I know how to make a a real argument when my heart's in it. Yeah, no, I can (laughs) tell you were actually invested in this one. I ain't no fucking politician. (sighs) All right, well, Mike is. is, Tell us, Mike. Don't make me bust out the producer. I'll make him choose. I I have a lot of authority here. I get paid kroner. Ladies and gentlemen, what I have selected to move forward in this anime battle is... Oh my god, do it, please. It's an RKO out of nowhere! We're watching The uh, Condemned. Absolutely neither uh, of these deserve the to move on. Oh my god. <laughs> the Condemned We are 100% watching The Condemned. The, the game the, mechanic, the remember? You remember? Madman. Oh my god, yes. We're supposed to be able to swap out bench uh, warmers. I forgot. <laughs> well, also because... That, no, no, remember The, the Condemned? We clip, were gonna I was watch... going to play it because I thought that would have been funnier. But It, it was it, so. either Hell's Paradise or The Condemned. So technically we could watch it at any moment. Uh, I want to watch yeah. The Condemned. I'm, yes, I'm subbing yeah. it in, yeah. Because yeah, neither yeah. of these deserve to move on. I, great heartwarming speeches, and you guys Hooray! are technically correct. Uh, but if I have to choose between both of those and The Condemned, <laughs> I'm choosing The Condemned every time. Oh, my God. Also, this is the best case scenario because the condemned is only a movie, yeah. so like, yeah. Yeah. now I just have to watch a movie with it's a coherent a plot. Hundred, and it will 100% end. Percent hilarious. Now the real question is, how am I going to sell this to my wife, guys? I can barely watch <laughs> anime with her to begin with. Now I have to watch something with with the fucking Stone, Stone Cold Steve, Steve Austin, Austin in it. How the hell am I going to sell this? 
It's very easy. Tell her it's like how, how did you manage better. to pick the only other genre of movies that is like even more disrespected <laughs> than anime? It's true. <laughs> it's WWE stars and movies. You think he's gonna movies. have a daughter who dies? I, I just I I can feel it in my bones that he will. <laughs> I don't. He's gonna have a daughter or movie, wife, and I don't want to watch anything about it until we watch it again. I haven't seen it in so long; it'll bring back so many terrible memories. So. Uh, I'm excited. I'm very uh, yeah, excited. Yeah, I mean, at this point, I also think, like, I don't know that I would have chosen The Condemned if Hell's Paradise didn't move on, like, to this point. Uh, but it did, and it's kind of like a sub-in for Hell's Paradise. And so I'm subbing it in, baby. Let's I'm go. I'm so excited. Man, that also completely took me off guard. I was like, what's he going to pick? I don't yeah, know. I, I don't know how you guys didn't see that one coming. But it is an RKO out of nowhere, even though he does the Stone Cold Stunner. Uh, anyway, so there we go. We're going to watch The Condemned. <laughs> That's going to move on to the finals. And it will take on the winner... <laughs> Of Magical Destroyers versus Rogudo's Bad Girls, which I think both have a chance of being pretty bad but good. So this will be yeah. fun. Uh, still, oh yeah, Magical Destroyers is the the weeb shit, right? Yeah, it's like yeah. the the worse or better version yeah. of. Uh, I'm not even saying the Condemned will, will beat one of those in the finals, so it'll be pretty. Can you imagine won't. if the Condemned wins? I. <laughs> And uh, here at Crappy Anime nowhere. Showdown, we condemn. crown things that aren't <laughs> anime just because we're, we're really trying to beat that like xenophobia charge, and we're not doing a good job. <laughs> well, I am trying to beat the charge, and I don't think I want to. You know, I think I'm guilty. Uh, I'll say that. I think I'm guilty. <laughs> I'm going to pick the fucking condemned every goddamn time, and you can't fucking stop me. It's my right, Western What do you have bias. on called shots? Yeah, tell, what me, we got? tell me them. What do we got, buddy? All right, so for Hell's Paradise, my called shot was a scene where people watch someone take a shit. Could have no. happened. Maybe you did, but I'm not going to find out, so I'm calling it wrong. Wait, hang on. Wait, wait. Here's the case for leaving it. What if it happens in the condemned? Because technically we That's, were picking called shots ooh, for both. Ooh, technically you're bringing we were. me back in. You're I bringing you me back in. <laughs> All right, if someone takes a shit in the condemned, I get that point. Yeah, otherwise, and I'm fine with fuck. that. Well, then listen, then listen. I'm gonna then, then the, I same thing that Ethan did with his dark horse. I'm gonna say if the winners the condemned, I'm gonna take that point. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's it's right. Because totally I made my called shot and or excuse me, I mean, yeah, my called shot yeah, and yeah, dark horse both for the shots. condemned. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, okay, so speaking of that, my called shot and condemned. Well, hold, was, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because my oh, cheat skill called shot was he watched the Vadi video on the lore. And I just want to point out that he walked into a cave and read a book by someone named the Sage, who gives him all the answers on how to live life in the new world. Oh fuck! <laughs> uh, maybe you <laughs> forgot about that. But, I uh, did. <laughs> the, an old man doing a lore dump in the form of a book that tells him about the world sounds like a lore book to me. I'm fine with it, Mike. Does he get it? Oh, I don't care. That's fine. Uh, I think, know. yeah. Uh, wait, what is Vadi, though? I still don't remember what that is. Vadi video. He he makes all the YouTube videos about uh, uh, Dark Souls and Souls-like games. His Elden Ring videos are absolutely fucking fantastic, by the way. Yeah, okay. I think you have to have this. Like, it's not literally a video, but hot damn. It's, but it it's, may as well Because the best be. thing is, is that Vadi videos are all about, like, telling the story of the game as a story. You know what I mean? Like, like, it's not just, he yeah. goes, and, and then this year, the, the somebody says that this guy had a big sword, and he came and he chopped this guy up. No, this. it's like, he, yeah, no, body videos are fucking great. If you ever want to know, like, even if you don't want to play Elden Ring, just fucking watch his Elden Ring videos, and they're so good. Yeah, all right. I, I will legitimately watch this, because, like, I want to, like, understand the, the soul shit better, because, like, there's legitimately really cool lore in there, but, like, I just... 
Elden Rings is also <laughs> the best lore-wise, and you can kind of tell it's because George got a little bit involved in some of the preliminary stuff okay. because he did a very, very, very good job of injecting a lot of really, really interesting old-world like English lore, like uh, like uh, King Arthur shit back when it was yep. pagan. There's yeah, a yeah. lot of good shit like that because you know, obviously, with the other games, um, the reason they p- called in George because with the other games, you know. They do a lot of like Japanese monikers for storytelling. And because they were doing their like, they're very heavily like Western inspired, inspired like dark fantasy castle shit with the open world and everything. I think they made a really good play in having George write like the backstory up until the shattering and then have them write everything afterwards. Yeah. Because they got the good blend where like because they had something really, really Western inspired to work off of, they got to really make the best and most engaging storylines they've ever met, met uh, they've ever made. And like none of them feel like very typical, um, uh, what do you call it, like Souls-like storylines, but they still have that like playability feel. Like they run the same, you interact with them the same, but like they don't feel like they were written by the same people. And that's like a real accomplishment. So those Do, um, videos definitely want to watch those. Is it good on PC yet? Like, is it good to play yeah. on it? Yeah. Okay. I, I couldn't remember if like it actually, you know, Hell, crossed we, the we, threshold we, of being playable. Well, I'll, I'll play it with you instead of Mike. <laughs> oh, perfect, man! I, I always knew we were going to bond over God something. Mostly, it. you know, Mike having a bad <laughs> yeah. time. You know. <sighs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, so I get that point. Good for me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> point. So. <clears throat> Okay, I had Hell's Paradise Condemned as my dark horse, so we're still in it. Um, and then I cheated Igak, that is. I still think that I kind of get this point. Is His cheat skill is just a 1950s job. And I didn't write this, but the intent here was that he could maintain um, two families in two different cities. And I really feel like I'm getting this fucking point. Like, he's clearly getting a girl on both sides, and his job is just doing the literal bare minimum and getting paid a shitload of money for it, and he just continues to fail up. Like, he's just boomering his way through life. I, literally, yeah. everything has been given to him. Like, literally, is the best thing that you could possibly we ask watching, for, and it was given to him. If we were going to watch more, I would say don't give it to you just because I want to see how, like, much more it gets but I do think you're right. Like, especially when it came to, like, his his schoolyard stuff. Like, that is so 1950s shit. Where, yeah. where some, somebody a kicks a ball dude. at him, and then he does a handstand, and, and, like, Pele kicks it into the other goal. It's like, my guy, he's just the best at everything. But and he's just going to keep, like, failing upward and just never doing anything other than, like... Because he turns down. Like, nobody asks him if he wants to be on the team. He's just the best. I mean, so he's okay. exactly what like a 1950s guy does when they're bragging about their job. They're like, I, I was a fucking go-getter. I went out there and I worked my fucking tail off to make money for you shit kids. And then you watch him and it's just him drinking and sexually yes. assaulting the fucking yes. it's the, the receptionist. He's literally what every fail son wants to be. Where like right. he is literally a fail son. Like, and then he just gets rewarded for it. Right. <laughs> he's it's, just awesome because of that. I say you get it. Uh, we can wait for the last episode if we want. Like, That's true. You know, we just could to, just wait to, prove, to see. You know, we could I'm wait fine to with see. Because so, I think it also comes down to how he treats his his up and coming harem. Which I pray yes. to fucking Christ that that goddamn dog does not turn into a woman. Oh my god! I don't think it I, will. I live but... in a world now where I have to be worried. About <laughs> you that. have to. You have to <laughs> hope that that doesn't occur. Where in a normal world, you just know it wouldn't happen. 
All right, so I really think my Hell's Paradise slash Condemned still has a chance because we're pivoting to the Condemned, which is a poor stereotype of Chinese martial arts will be featured. And I really think I've got a shot now because of the Condemned. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm leaving it. You got another shot for sure. Yeah, another shot. It's not going to happen in Hell's Paradise. We don't have anyone that fits that bill. Um, But I do think it could happen. The problem is it's stone cold. So you know his like the the kind of like fight choreography he's going to have is like... WWE shit. I mean, you've like, seen it. You've seen it in the Expendables when he took on uh, Tito Ortiz. Right? Very true. Yeah, yeah that's right. It's over, yeah, but I'm like not saying a... he will do it. I'm saying no, that he, he does he'll stone fight cold stunner a guy. Right, right. But no, he, I meant he like fights, he'll fight he someone. fights people that fight in his style. Uh, all right. Well, so, maybe it won't yeah, happen. Yeah, no, I leave it on, obviously, because we got to watch it. And I have no idea, but um, well, we'll see. Uh, uh, well, that one's mine. <laughs> uh, winner, Hell's Paradise slash Condemned. So, it's back know. on the menu, boys. <laughs> it's back on the menu, boys. And now, uh, <laughs> the distinct WWE <laughs> move call-out no, is the lowest hanging fruit. Yes. <laughs> he got in the cherry picker. He's on the top of the fucking Empire State Building, and now that uh, fruit yeah. is right within reach. I mean, I think technically <laughs> I said uh, at the beginning that I wouldn't take it if we moved to the Condemned, but I think it's no, funnier now no, if no, I go no, back one night, you know? And you can't stop also, me. Also... You're you're down by three points. There's no way Mike could yeah, win, there's right? There's no way I'd come back with an arcade there's out of no nowhere, way right, he boys? Could just, he, there would be there would be a a trans person in Magical Destroyers and the Stone Cold Stunner in the Condemned, and suddenly it all and a makes Gary sense. character and a barbell fight. Oh my God! Guys, who suddenly it was coming. He can't there's possibly. A, uh, there's do a it lot again. of things that are, will, are just more of when, not it if. Will, it will be a true Cinderella story. He's a man taken from nothing. Rags to riches. A true Cinderella story. He was a shopkeeper. Now he's playing on the, the Pro Tour <laughs> Masters. He's one all it put took, away. All it took was cringe mobile guy to have sex with that car, and you would have gotten the point right off the fucking bat. <laughs> <laughs> oh Goddamn. Anyway, uh, all right. He put so. the cue in in car. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Cheat, cheat skill being Steve Crowder is still wrong. He's uh, it's maybe closer to what Ethan is describing. So, yeah, no. uh, the producer, uh, winner, the condemned. Way to go, buddy. Uh, boringest Igax? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. Uh, but I guess we'll have to discuss that at the end and pick our boring. We, will, we will have. Yeah. I think the boringest is going to be a discussion. Yeah, I think so. I actually think there are a couple candidates because okay. nothing was outstandingly boring, but there were a few things that I feel are on the same well, level of boring. I think it's going to be between Sacrificial Princess and Dead Mount. Really? I think for, that's for a fair. Com- yeah, I think okay. Sacrificial has to be on this list. Like on, on the boringest, boringest for sure. For sure. Yeah. I mean, I could hear Dead Mount, but. I think it's got to be at least seven. Oshinoko was anything if not not boring. Yeah. You know? But if it was anything, if what? What? It, it, it's it was anything. not boring. Oshinoko it was anything. anything. It could be anything. It could even be Oshinoko. Oshinoko was anything <laughs> if not boring. I, I don't think I that's like how you phrase that sentence. <laughs> I think I'm, that's I'm an extraordinarily confusing way to say that. And I don't I keep running it in my own head to try to figure out what I'm saying. Like stringing together words, and you're like, ah, that wasn't what I wanted. Oh, that time. Weird. If boring, I feel like is I'm right. While but... being boring, Oshinoko. Well, the, boring. the normal way you do that is you say it's anything but blank. But if I right. say it's anything but boring, I don't know what I'm saying. I think that means am that I it's not boring. It's boring, or am I saying... it means it's not boring. Right. So Why you use any word when few words do? It's anything if not boring, and that's just 
so like, much. Which, hold on. Are you trying to call it boring or not boring? You could just <laughs> I, say that. <laughs> I, I think Oshinoko is not boring. Okay, that's okay. You probably right. should See, say that. I'm next now like overanalyzing your words. In other I'm words, that's not what you it's mean. It's anything <laughs> if not boring. No, stop. I'm fucking losing my mind. No, I actually think that when you say it that way, you're saying that it's boring. I, I, I think I am, but I'm I don't know. Sure, or, or, I'm so confused. Maybe I am now. Maybe if I hear it a couple more times, I'll, I'll no, kind no. of really I figure think it out. Someone, someone so. can flip that sentence and just play it on loop for Jay while he sleeps, and then he'll figure it out when he wakes up. <laughs> boring, boring not if anything. <laughs> anyway, the, the, the producer, the condemned, boringest Igax, uh, Dark Rose, Dark Horse Bad Girls. So all three still kind of in it. Uh, yeah. Let's see. We got Hell's Paradise. Uh, MC kills someone with an uncooked fish. Not going to happen. Probably in either. Uh, <laughs> Could you imagine if it was condemned, in the condemned? So, uh, yeah. I don't <laughs> someone think just dies the and they have the tiniest <laughs> fish bones in their neck. And they're like, that's why you shouldn't swallow fish I'm bones. No, I'm not going to say no offense, but I would remember that if it happened. But no offense, <laughs> I would remember that if it happened. <laughs> this would be one yeah. of those movies where I was like, I don't remember anything about The Condemned except this one time where Stone Cold just kills someone with an uncooked <laughs> fish. Like a I don't remember anything about sketch. The Condemned except for when the guy takes a shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, Highly specific thing to forget. <laughs> <laughs> They had this like weird callback to Forrest Gump. It's just like uh, some guy is shitting in the woods. It's very strange. Oh man! All right. Well, Vietnam? next week we got to watch uh, three episodes of Magical Destroyers and Rokudo's Bad Girls, and the winner of that will take on the Condemned in the finals. Uh, so, hoorah, boys! Uh, then maybe maybe next season we'll just do WWE movies, but like before John Cena was decent at acting. <laughs> oh so, my god! We're, we're, got like we're twelve rounds, twelve rounds. The <laughs> anime Marine, versus Walking Tall. Um, you know the rundown. We could have one side uh, where it's condemned. just the worst of Arnold Schwarzenegger, yeah, no, 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 and the no. other side the is one all with WWE Mr. Kennedy, ones. the one no, with Randy Orton. No, 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 no. We we uh, keep the anime, but it's crappy anime showdown. It's no longer fighting itself. It's fighting the other <laughs> oh, worst <laughs> genres. Crappy oh anime God, showdown awesome. versus, versus <laughs> shitty WWE movies versus weird Korean soap dramas. You know, I know that um, I know that Steve and uh, other other listeners to the pod, esteemed listeners, have almost watched all of the Steven Seagal uh, cinematography. Yeah, you can just ask them for the worst of the worst. <laughs> Anime versus Steven Listen, Seagal. I don't. I don't care what he says. I just want to watch Mark of Death, even if it's not I the do worst. Watch Wait, is that the Seagal one? That's a Which Seagal one? movie. Yeah. Okay, that's got it. Is that yeah. the new one? Is it no. one of the ones where he only sits down to kill people? No, no, no. that's no. an older one. Uh, Steve, okay. Mark of Death is a good one. Um, like good, good. I, I really like this. Like is like the boring good. thing all over. Like I don't know what good. you're saying. Okay. My like, favorite like Steven Seagal one is still the one where he's the cook on the boat, and I love that shit. <laughs> wait, okay, uh, wait. That's the real play. We just get the Steven Seagal cook on the boat one, and we do. Um, <clears throat> oh shit! Who's the guy from? Uh, no, fuck. Um, he's the. It's a Pittsburgh movie. Steve will kill me. It's a Pittsburgh movie where he's on a boat, and he used to be a cop, but he like drops out of the force, and it's the same guy that. Did the oh yeah, you're talking about the one that was like shot in Pittsburgh, right? Yeah, it was shot in Pittsburgh, and he lives on a boat, uh, and it's like this really popular actor, and I can't remember the goddamn guy's name. Um, is it it's the guy Willis? from Fifth Element, Bruce Willis. No, yeah, yeah Bruce Willis, right? Bruce so it's Willis, Bruce Willis, yeah. and he he lives on a boat in Pittsburgh, and he's yeah, we a cop. This movie, Jay, Striking yeah. Distance, Striking yeah. Distance, yeah. fuck yeah, we yeah, we, we watched it because distance. it's all about Pittsburgh. <laughs> but we should do Striking Distance versus what the fuck did we just say? The, the Seagal one. We'll do it. Pull All right, my we, leg. we have so many good Twist options. Twist my now. dick.
Uh, we'll figure it out for next season. But regardless, uh, Magical Destroyers versus Rokuto's Bad Girls next week. Uh, looking forward to the final and then to, to see what yeah. happens. We don't even, now we just don't have bench warmers picked out. So I guess we'll do that later in the podcast episodes. We'll <laughs> the, figure the it out. The bench warmers are out. Yeah. Now nothing but <laughs> non anime. <laughs> Yeah, anyway. we, we let it happen once, and it just ruins at, the pod. At this point, the Benchwarmers are just going to be things we want to watch that are anime, and well, we, yeah, that's we, going to yeah. be a break, because we won't be watching fucking Steven Seagal movies anymore. <laughs> oh, you can tell how much we hate anime, because as soon as the idea of not watching anime comes up, we're like, oh, yeah, yeah, fuck it's, anime. Let's just be it's done with an, shit. It's an intoxicating feeling. <laughs> the idea it feels that so I wouldn't good. have to. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for joining us. Uh, we hope you had as much fun as we did. We'll see you next week. Bye. <laughs> bye bye. Bye bye. You and that itchy trigger finger of yours. When you gotta go, brother, you gotta go. Inkyba! <laughs>